How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock doing some a stay-at-home interview with Death Cave. This has been something that's been brewing for a little while. We were originally going to talk to Death Cave ahead of Northwest Terror Fest. Well, that's uh, kind of a different situation these days. But Death- Northwest Terror Fest 2021 is going to happen. Uh, but Death Cave is now on the phone via Zoom with me. Uh, we've got Benny, we got Freiburger, and we got Tony. Uh, how are you guys doing? Been all right, great, man. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Um, I guess let's go around. Uh, let's start with Freiburger. Where are you guys located in Seattle right now? Uh, where are we? Because I'm in Inner Bay. Where are you, Freiburger? Uh, I'm in like Dexter Avenue, so kind of like uh, East Queen Anne-ish. Okay. Uh, South Lake Union-ish. And Benny and Tony, how about you guys? Uh, I'm up at my house up in Northgate. Just. Uh, Living the dream, enjoying this outside weather. And uh, I'm on Capitol Hill. Okay, right on. Well, um, you guys, uh, I mean, how is how how can we really introduce this? It's a weird, crazy time uh, for bands, for musicians. Uh, how are you guys doing as far as like your own mental uh, health and your happiness? And how are you staying safe? First off, and how are you staying sane? I ask myself that every day. (laughs) Sometimes I don't know. Uh, You know, I think everybody has, uh, you know, their good days and their bad days. And I think it's okay Mm -hmm. to have uh, either one. So it's just kind of living day by day, you know, trying to stay distracted. But if one day you can't, then so, so it is, you know. Absolutely. Freiburg, how about you, man? Uh, Yeah, I was just going to say, man, it's, it's, And that that summed it up, man. You got to kind of just take this one day at a time, you know. It, it uh, you know, I manage a, like a busy bar in Seattle mm-hmm. as well as a musician, and it's like to have everything that keeps me sane because I'm not good at sitting still. You know, I'm like hyper ADD, and I yeah. can't really like don't know how to like just like sit there and like watch TV like normal people can to relax. But it's like uh, having all that taken away was quite a blow at first you know and then uh i mean it's like again just you got to take it day by day it really is waves of terrible then things are okay and you think you got to hold a bit and then you know other days you find yourself like crying for no reason and you know it's like again you just got to take it one day at a time and luckily we have things like zoom chat and stuff so i've been having conversations with lots of friends you know not just in seattle but like kind of all over the place Mm -hmm. uh which has been which has been pretty awesome you know to keep up with friends uh, that normally wouldn't have you know uh but yeah that's kind of it man just trying my best to stay sane you know benny how about you There's not much to add. I mean, it, it's really kind of the same for everyone. I, I'm, I'm still working, um, but it, again, it's just one day at a time yeah. to get through it. I practice as much as I can, but it's it's not as fun when I'm not playing yeah. with the rest of the band. But, you know, just getting through it. Yeah. Well, Benny, uh, so you mentioned that y- that you're still working. What's uh, what's like your day job? Or do you work at like a do you do food service or do you work at like a grocery store? I'm in the cannabis industry. Ah, yes, an essential business. The essential worker. <laughs> Absolutely. And I see that uh, Freiburg is actually partaking in a bit of that essential uh, business as well right now. So, 
Yeah, you know, essential for sanity, you know. Uh, okay, well, definitely not right. So you guys, um, obviously, so we talk a little bit about music and how that keeps you guys uh, sane and how, you know, it's a bit of a bummer that you can't, you know, share that together. But uh, as far as like a personal album, um, so like, let's think there's a lot of negativity and a lot of negative news that we could be consuming every day. And um, if, if you're having a day where you're getting too much negativity, you need something to center yourself. You need something to help you out. What's an album that you can go to and will always like help you out. Maybe uh, center you again, give you some energy, give you some good vibes. Yeah, I'll just start right here. I have one right behind me, but uh, Midian's Age Eternal. This uh, this album has been really, really important for a long time for me. Uh, okay. And it, for those of you who don't know, uh, Midian, uh, they had a cease and desist over the name and ended up changing the name back to Yob, which most people kind of know them as, but they, for a short while, were Midian with a little bit of a different lineup change. And uh <laughs> They put out this album, Age Eternal, which is uh, absolutely fantastic, especially the song on it, Age Eternal. It's like 12 or 13 minutes long, and uh, it's really, really sad and beautiful and powerful. Yeah. It kind of tackles all those emotions that I like, that I guess, and like, kind of like a feel-good album takes a lot of sadness in it, I guess, for yeah. me. But, uh yeah, I don't know. I put on a spot, so I just grabbed one that was near and dear to me, and usually yeah. keep those records close to the turntable. You know? I wonder who I wonder who sent them that uh I wonder who sent them that um cease and desist. Was it Cradle of Filth with the album Midian? <laughs> no, I think it was a band or a group. I I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember the details on it. It's yeah. been a long time since I thought about that, but I think it might have been a group or I I don't even think they're that big or still a thing anymore, but uh but you know how it works with those things. Mm-hmm. If you have the trademark or First, the copyright, yeah. that's pretty much it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you can't argue uh, how popular or more anything if, as long as you have the paperwork, you know, which is like one of those really crappy situations for when a band is already established with a name or whatever, you know? That's why you uh, always like see for, bands like... Like the Northwest, you know, we had uh, Owen Hart who tragically went through the same thing. You know? Yeah. Like that's the one that we can all relate to because there's a local band here who yeah. had to change their name to Earth Control after, you know? Yeah. Uh, what about you, Tony? How about you, man? What about what's an album that can uh, give you kind of like that life force to get back into a good well, mindset? I, I'm kind of similar to what Freiberger said. Uh, I think mine's maybe a little bit more intense. Where I, I, to, to, in order for me to get focused or centered, I actually tend to listen to like pretty sad, depressing music. Sure. In a way, uh, like after like hear it from another band that mm-hmm. it, to let me know that I'm okay. So I listen to a lot of like 40 Watt Sun. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, even like some mellower stuff like Song So High. Mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of like my two bands uh, that I just kind of have on, on rotate pretty constantly, pretty frequently, just to kind of like make me feel calm and cool and chill about anything going on. Okay, awesome, man. So a little bit, maybe maybe uh, kind of escape inward a little bit, be a little bit more thoughtful with some of that, that negative, like maybe not negative, but more sad bastard music, you know? Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> it kind of keeps me, it keeps me pretty sane listening to other people, uh, you know, other people's uh, sadness through music in a way, you know. <laughs> I guess it kind of shows you that it's uh it's it's something everyone else is feeling too. So, but you know what? I'm not your therapist, so I'm not going to try and interpret your feelings. So, <laughs> how about you, Benny? What what's an album for you, man? See, I, I'm I'm the odd one out where. Uh, I can't, I can't say a specific album, but I've been going really hard with like Baptists lately cool. and Trap oh. Them. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've been really into like just the really fast, like in your face. Cool. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, uh, just a little different. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not really, uh, I don't listen to depressing music that often. 
anymore. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Well, uh, we're here to talk a little bit about Death Cave uh, because you guys are going to be releasing pretty soon. I believe it's out in the uh, work. You, you guys are having it pressed right now. Kind of a weird time to be putting out a record, but hey, man, the the life, the world has to continue on. Metal has to be produced, and you know what? There's it's a good time for people to stay inside and listen to records. Uh, Smoking Mountain is the name of the new Death Cave record. Uh, let's talk a little bit about it. So, um, how long did you guys work on the record? Who'd you record it with? And um, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about the album. Obviously, we can't play anything from it, but uh, if you could give me a little peek behind the curtains. Go for it, Frank. Well, uh, the album was recorded by Ben Brellin, who's mm, nice. another kind of Northwest uh, well-known figure. He has his amp company here in Seattle, Brellin Amplifiers. From Helms of Lee. Uh, as, well as, as well as Helms of Lee, which yep. is uh, his band that he plays guitar and sings in, and then he also plays drums at uh, another band called Constant Lovers. And then, I mean, he'll show up and guest spot with certain bands. I know sometimes when JJL's in town, he'll hop on another guitar or other bands. I mean, he's always usually doing something awesome and creative. But mm-hmm. uh, Ben is the one who recorded us, and we went up to Anacortes, Washington, and recorded at the Unknown, uh, which is a old church. Yeah, tell me a bit about uh, that because that I heard the vibe is like wonderful there, and 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 I hear it just is such a cool uh, treat to be able to record that. What was your experience like? It, it definitely it, has vibe, that's for sure. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to imagine trying to record an album elsewhere after recording there, you know, especially if you like heavier and bigger sounds like mm-hmm. uh, it's a big room so you're able to get those like more Zeppelin style drum tones and like uh, it, it's just really awesome space the price you can't beat you yeah. know it's like uh, and it's quiet there's nothing the entire town sh- shuts down at like 8 or 9 o'clock so yeah. it's like when you're there to record an album you're you're there to record an album that's yeah. like it you know it's like it, it was a really cool experience to kind of get in that mindset uh, while recording and we basically like isolated ourselves for a whole week to record it. Cool. We stayed the night. We stayed the night there at the, uh, for and what was what five days? I think a Monday through Friday. So oh, we're there. Yeah. Stayed there. Uh, woke up there. Uh, you know, recorded there. So it was kind of a, a awesome experience to do that to just isolate ourselves, get, get together, and just kind of knock it out mm-hmm. and be with a be with each other twenty four seven a week. That's awesome. So working with uh, with Ben um, was was he someone who like gave any any input on stuff or was he was like, hey, I trust you guys and and, and work with what, how, how hands on was he? Um, I mean, he produced. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a producer credit, and uh, we had asked him. You know, it's like we had just wrote all. We had one song written that we were kind of playing live, but everything else we, we stopped playing and we wrote just for this album. Yeah. So these were all like pretty new songs uh, that came together. So we had asked Ben to add his uh, input and there's a few different changes on our songs because of his input. And I mean, it was like, it was all fantastic ideas. You know, he's got a very awesome way of thinking about music, which is why we wanted him to kind of chime in on certain parts. If there was something that maybe he would do differently or, or whatever. Awesome, man. And, and I seen you guys uh, live and, and you guys certainly have like a rock and roll death metal, like thrash vibe with like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I it's, 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 kind of a, uh, a positive for me that I can't put you guys in like one genre, which is cool. Um, is that, is that something that you guys purposely like want to kind of defy all like subgenres of metal? I think, I think it's a little hard to be able to play every single thing that we enjoy or like and blend it in together, but we definitely try to, then you'd be between the buried and me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but we definitely try to incorporate some of our, you know, favorite genres or styles as well as we can to make them blend together. Yeah. I think we do a pretty okay job doing that, at least enough towards we enjoy it, we think it's fun, you know, we like to play it, so we kind of just roll with that. Sweet. Um. Yeah, we 
Yeah, I feel like the song structures are, it's, it's kind of fun. We, we As we've been a band a little longer, we're starting to figure it out. You know, we have a really, really heavy, aggressive parts, but a mm-hmm. lot of times we end up going to, you know, space and chill out and like uh, hang out and slow jam for a minute and then we'll come back to aggression. And then uh, I, I like, yeah, like elements of like hardcore, death metal, doom for sure, like psych rock. Uh, yeah, then we'll have it's, to- it, it's, it's, it's a weird uh, melting pot for sure of stuff, but it's, it, it, the, you know, more and more we write songs, more and more they kind of like have a, our own feel to it, you know? It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's fun. What, how did you guys all meet? Um, you know, you guys have been together for a few years now. Um, what's the, what's the kind of Death Cave origin story? Whoever, uh, you know, wants to take, take, uh, the lead on this one, feel free. Benny, Benny, you've known Freiburger for a while, right? Uh, we've, we've known each other through just like shows and passing, but yeah. it wasn't really until I was asked to be in this band that we really became close. Gotcha. So, it was just, yeah, again, just like a, an ally in metal, you know, like someone who's been awesome, you know, it's like the scene, we, we support each other, you know, it's like you're not, you know, our, our garbage person, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, and you're an avid part of the scene, even if I don't exactly like the music, you know, I'll support you, but Benny's been creating heavy jams for a while. Uh-huh. Now, me and Tony, Tony moved here, uh, almost two years ago and uh yeah. it was at a quick sand show that uh like the day he got here i uh, was hanging out with wes from eris which yeah. ended up being his roommate cool. uh, uh but so i met him there tony and then it was just like instantly hit it off you know it's just like bah, 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 like back and forth like what do you do oh cool like oh you play like you know it's just like one of those times where you, you know you just like meet someone and you're just like, oh, you're the coolest, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I want to hang out with you more. Uh, but ended up like, he was going to be in the band I was in at the time for because a member was going to move away. <laughs> and I ended up leaving that band and we ended up starting a band kind of based on the ideas that we had put forth that we, you know, I was like, you know, do you name a couple of bands like High on Fire and the Rose? So this kind of like take some ideas of that, but kind of make it our own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, we worked with a different drummer who didn't work out, and then uh, I ended up hitting up Benny uh, and asked him to be in the band. And uh, that was a little over a year ago, and uh, it's been awesome. You know, ever since he came in, it just like clicked. You know, it was just like here it is, like uh, songwriting, everything. It just kind of like uh, came together, and you know, it's really able to fuel the engine to really try to do as much as we can. You know? yeah. It's like we haven't been a band for that long and I feel like we've, we've, we've done a lot uh, because we've been, we've had the energy in the forest, you know, mm-hmm. behind us. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, right on, guys. Well, I'm actually, I'm talking with Death Cave right now and so real quick, I'm going to go into one of the songs from their demo EP. Uh, it's called The Ritual and we'll be back with more from Death Cave.
It's Metal Shop here, and we're talking with Death Cave. We've got Fryburger, Fryburger, D- Benny, and Tony. Uh, not on the phone, on the Zoom. I can see their wonderful faces. This is pretty cool. It's. Have you guys done any of these? Um, have you done any like band meetings via the Zoom app, or have you guys like had like a happy hour, like smoke session or something? We got together what last week over Zoom, uh, chatted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we just had the one uh, interview we did last week with uh, the photographer John Malley here yep. in town. Shout out, John. We awesome, had dude. one other meeting where we kind of got together and uh, made sure that we all knew how to work the Zoom app. Uh, oh, nice. It was pretty new to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and kind of just said hi to each other and talked about a few things, you know, while putting out this record. There's a, a ton of stuff that. You know, it takes to put that out. So just like making sure we're all on the same page, seeing as how we can't all exactly be in the same room while mm-hmm. we go over all this stuff. You know, it, yeah. But spread, again, spread, it's a lot easier because uh, uh, these working with these guys is awesome because for the most part, we all kind of think alike. So it like makes it a little easier than having to butt heads a bunch. You know? Yeah. I, I was gonna say Freiburger and I usually hit up ourselves on Facetime and we. Uh, we play dice over FaceTime. Oh, nice. We do play a lot of dice. Uh, we play a lot of dice over FaceTime. Yeah. Virtual, virtual dice. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so the album is going to be called Smoking Mountain, and it's going to be self-released. Uh, you guys, um, so tell me a little bit about the plan. Are uh, you guys going to be putting it out on tape, CD, vinyl? Um, how, how physically will the album be presented? And uh, do you guys have, like, a release date or any ideas about that? Yeah, we're in the process right now, actually, throughout this whole, this week, um, mm-hmm. about getting it pressed, and we just got, uh, the, uh, the master recordings Ooh, cool. back, so we're gonna, we're literally in the process as we speak to, um, send it off to get it pressed on vinyl, and get a, get yeah. a piece of that. It's gonna be, uh, uh, put on vinyl, and then we're gonna do digital release as well. We'll put out some, uh, uh two singles, uh, as we tease this album coming yeah. out on Spotify and Bandcamp. Uh, and yeah, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that as many people can hear this album. You know, we're incredibly proud of the, the music we made and, uh, we're excited for people to hear this project, you know? Yeah. All right, Benny, let's start with you. Since, since we can't hear the album right now and we have to just talk about it, I want you to give me one word to describe the album. Massive. All right. Tony, how about you? One word. Uh, yeah, I would say it's pretty powerful, I guess. Okay. And, and heavy. When I, when I think that, yeah, powerful. Massive, powerful, and heavy. I like that, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking, like, like um, maybe uh, sexy, maybe sexy, or, you know. <laughs> that goes live performance. Ah, yes, 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 live performance. <laughs> Nice. Well, um, right on. Well, I'm looking forward to the record, uh, you know, and we'll be talking more about it as it comes out. But I wanted to ask you guys, and, and uh, this is something that I like to ask anyone, everyone that I speak with. And, and even if it's embarrassing, especially if it's embarrassing, I want you to tell me the truth. What is the first CD, tape, vinyl, whatever, first piece of music that you purchased on your own with your own money? Keep Sweat for me, CD. Yeah. Make it Sweat. Absolutely, first on my purchase. Nice. Yeah, love it. Still, still, they keep sweat <laughs> all the time. Benny Freiberger, what about you guys? Ooh. Um, well, I know my first album was Buddy Holly, but I don't think that I wanted. I don't think I bought it. You know, I was, I was definitely like four or five years old, but I was so obsessed with Buddy Holly. Man, the best. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with um, Shout at the Devil Motley Crew. Wow, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> right? That's awesome. So, so put some Buddy Holly, some Keith Sweat, and some Motley Crew together. You got Death Cave. Yeah, perfect. Sense, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Which of those three do you think Death Cave would do the best cover of? Oh, snap. Uh, actually, you know, Buddy Holly cover would be pretty awesome. Hell yeah. I would say. Yeah. would be pretty good. I have to agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can, like, I agree. Or pick it around or whatever. Yeah, that'd be really cool. 
Nice. All right. Well, we're coming up with ideas already. So, okay. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. So, Freiburger, we see that you have a super metal setup. Uh, I mean, if you can't li- if you can't see us right now, obviously, which you can't if you're listening to it. He's got swords. He's got Iron Maiden action figures. He's got his records. He's got probably skulls or some like. He is a very metal room. Freiburger, guys. And I want, oh, there you go. There's the skull. Each of you guys, what is the least metal album in your collection? Mm. Hmm. Man, I got a lot of not really metal albums in my collection. Uh, like the antithesis of metal. Um, Carter 3, Lil Wayne. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do have a two chains uh, trap, which I love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty non metal. I mean, I think it's pretty metal, but in a non metal way. Right. It's pretty gangster. How about, uh, how about the highway men? Uh, I feel like Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Chris Christopherson. Yep. Outlaw Country. Uh-huh. Nice. And what's the thing? Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> I like how you just. Mind smoking a joint. That's awesome. And all three of us guessed it right away. Exactly. I was just drawing a blank. Uh, That's awesome. Right on, guys. Well, uh, now, since since you guys are a Seattle band, and, and, and Tony, you said that uh, you moved here. Well, first off, Tony, where'd you move from? I moved here about two and a half years ago from uh, Monterey, California. Okay. Right kind of by Cruz area. Nice. Yeah, I was playing in a band down there for a couple years, and... Uh, just kind of decided to make the trek up here after we, I mean, I've been touring up here for years Yeah, and I just always knew I, I wanted to move here one day and decided to come up one day. What band were you playing in down there? I was in a band called Worship. Oh and, yeah. Uh, they're still, they're still playing and they actually just released a new single for their new album. That sounds really good. I definitely recommend uh, checking them out. Cool. Super crushing single. Sounds yeah. great. Very good. Nice, right on. Well, uh, so you guys are now, you know, all, Tony, you're you're here in the C- Seattle area. You guys are all Northwesterners. What are a few of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Metal or not, doesn't matter. All across. I mean, I was always huge into Botch since mm-hmm. I could remember. Yeah, same. I think that's kind of like a universal thing for anybody. Yeah. Botch for sure. Uh, Melvin's, yeah, like probably number one. For me, uh, Throne of Bone, Legend, uh, King Cthulhu, Throne of uh, Bone, Throne of Bone. You can't, you can't list your own bands as influential. No, I'm just uh, saying Throne of Bone is mine. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Doomsday 1999, uh, nice. Wormwood. Uh, oh, the Helm, for me, I've always been a huge fan of The Helm. Awesome, awesome people, great friends, great music. Heck yeah, speaking of Throne of Bone, The Helm and Throne of Bone shared the same drummer. Uh, Jeffrey. Hey, Freiberger. What a hammer, what a hammer bringer. Can you see uh, this? Oh, is that it? <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Doomsday 1999. That is super sick. It's in a DVD case. I, uh, I have that on wax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that it's in a DVD case, but Brandon Baker gave that to me. So, um, uh, I have a couple cassette tapes on in a DVD case. I nice. feel like there was a time when that that was a, a DIY way of right. It, you know, be easy to make a insert on DVD case paper and shove it in a DVD case. Right. Boom. <laughs> right on, guys. Uh, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep the list coming. Oh man, uh, I, I, there, I think there's a lot of awesome bands out right now. Yeah, uh, shout them out. West, you know, maybe not necessarily best of all time, but like I love listening to Wild Powers. Yeah, um, great band. I love, I love Helmsley. I mean, there's so many awesome, lo- like still around right now playing or new new bands that are coming out. Eris, Old Iron, You're the Cobra. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's some great, great bands right now. Known Liar. Uh, the Northwest has always, yeah, always been a pretty magical place for heavy music. I mean, between Seattle and Portland right now, it's uh, a pretty insane list of bands coming out of these 
two areas, you know? So, uh, you guys have all been, you know, involved various, uh, bands and music and behind the scenes and everything be- for, uh, quite a while now. Um, you know, you're not new to this or anything and, and you've been around the block with things. What keeps you guys personally, um, interested, involved and, in, in what, what kind of, Feet stokes that fire for you. Um, basically, we ain't getting rich on this. What keeps you interested? I'm a lifer. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> nice. I think it's something we touched up on earlier, too, about how not playing right now and being isolated and the whole quarantine thing, how it really takes a toll on, on you know, on your, you know, your everyday life. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things that's like, I, I, can't not play music mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just whether whether i'm motivated or inspired or not it's just always going to be a part of, of my life what what i you know want to do as much as i can so and you fry burger yeah i mean that's absolutely it it's like uh and you know i didn't get into this for fame and money you know it was like you know, for punk kids renting out a little dogma at Mushers Hall in Alaska, like, we did that because it was a way for us to express ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. we were all different, you know, we felt it, you know, and the only real way we knew how to get it out was through music, and that, that never really had changed, you know, you'll still see me front and center at most shows, like, head baking hard, because I feel it, you know, I'm passionate about about music you know it's like not just like what i'm doing about everything you know the community the support you know it's like uh that that's that's my life that's my being that's my everything yeah it's like without that it's very very hard this you know it's like especially with the community aspect of it you know it's like it's all i've ever done and known so it's like really hard to take that that element out of the equation you know uh, Freiburger, you, you mentioned, um, you know, renting a, a little hall in Alaska and stuff. And, and I do have to ask you about something. You posted photos, some throwback photos. And I want you to tell me the story about this, like, bright green suit that you were wearing or something. <laughs> I'd love oh, to hear. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you were wearing this, like, really, it looked almost like a Talking Heads music video from. <laughs> Like, uh, it was a really odd, but like, kind of, it looked like a ska. Were you in like a ska band or something? No, so I was constantly like, uh, you know, especially if you could see those weird, like, pink dreadlocks I had in just the front of my head and stuff, you know, it was like, I knew I was a weird kid. Yeah. And I was fat and, you know, unattractive. And like, so it's just like uh, embracing my weird side or the pushing against the grain of what's normal was yeah. like to me like what I did so you know I was like you know uh, what's the way you're going to stand up <laughs> the most is like how about a lime green suit <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that'll be the trick <laughs> that's amazing um, you know kid kid you know like I was so insecure. I was like the loudest person about like the thing. You yeah. know? It was just like that counter or counterbalance of like, you know, it was like, dude, I, I was the loudest, you know, I was the, 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 you know, the most insecure kid there was. No. I get it, man. I had bright pink Liberty spikes and, and, and like uh, bondage pants too, man. And, um, how much would you need, how much would you, it take, uh, for you to bust that out? and wear it for a Death Cave record release show. <laughs> I mean, if I had that and it was a, like a all local fun show with a bunch of buddies, I, I would do that for fun. You know what I mean? It's like, especially if it was the same one, because I was like 150 pounds heavier in high school than I am now, you know? So it's like, uh, it, it would look funny, you know? It, 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 well, that's amazing. Not to mention, that thing was gross. Like, I wore that <laughs> and like... You know, it's just like, I, I, I like, that That was my, like, I'm a crazy kid, like, outfit. So, like, I didn't wash, you know? It, yeah. It was like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, if I if I could magically find it from wherever it ended up being, you know, it's like, I, I would wear it, you know? It'd be funny, you know? And, I love that you posted that picture too. It's like, screw it, man. I got some goofy photos too. I got to post some pictures of myself. You gotta, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself, you know? Exactly. Especially when we were all kids, you know, it's like we were all kids trying as hard as we could to not look like posers. 
and we were all posers. Yeah, you know, we were all posers <laughs> trying to, to look like that. Yeah, right? very fair, very fair. Yeah. Oh man, I uh, yeah, absolutely, man. There's there's some photos that uh, there's only a couple photos that I think. You know, I'll never post. So we got uh, Death Cave. They're going to be putting out Smoking Mountain. Um, obviously, there's no time frame of like, you know, who knows what's, what's even going to happen, you know, tomorrow or whatever. Every, everything's, you know, kind of a question and up in the air. Uh, but what are you guys' some of your goals um, after the release of the album, um, uh, imagining that, like, you'll actually be able to play shows again? Yeah, we had we had a, a tour planned out uh, to support the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously for, you know, safety and not knowing what's going to happen, we decided to postpone it a little bit. So it is kind of scary putting out an album and not really going out to support it. But, you know, we'll find out when we get there. Yeah. But I'm assuming once once everything kind of gets back to normal and, and safe, uh, definitely just hitting the road the way we, we were planning on. Good. Yeah, so we had a, a full U.S. tour planned for this. So it's just like, yeah, the idea of trying to, like, go where state to state is different and where it's so many much unknown trying to like secure the last bands because we only had like 20 or something shows out of the you know 36 book uh it was kind of like what's the point of even trying to like finish this like with yeah. so much uncertainty out there we'd rather wait and then so i think the idea is we're going to wait until there's a good idea and then maybe we'll do a west coast tour and then we'll maybe we'll do something bigger down the line, but we, you know we're potentially going to do another split with a French band down the line. So it's like we have things in mind that uh, we're planning, you know. But like everyone else, we're just taking this one day at a time uh, because it's 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 too hard to try to get an idea of the future when the future is so unclear. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, you know, let's, once you put the record out, uh, I'll be stoked to, to listen and check it out. Um, how can people support you guys, uh, in the meantime and how can, uh, keep people keep updated with everything that uh, Death Cave has coming forward? Uh, so as we said earlier, our first album, which was recorded by Tad Doyle, who's a Northwest legend here, uh, that we put out on cassette, uh, and that is available on our Bandcamp uh, yeah. as well as some, uh, you know, I have shirts up there on Bandcamp, but we're all, you can also find it on Spotify. Uh, and I mean, the best way to stay up to date is through like Instagram or Facebook, you mm-hmm. know, uh, but we have like all the means, YouTube, everything. We, we try to cover every base we can on social media, try to expand our audience as much as we can. Who's going to make the MySpace? <laughs> Uh, I can go down. I can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we, it would take it would take too long to choose our top eight. I mean, I don't know. That's true. What would yeah. the, Oh my god. Okay, so last question I have for you guys. Uh, and, and again, the new album's going to be coming out shortly. They're they've just gotten the masters back, so they're going to be checking out. And once they get it, uh, it to me, I'm going to play a little bit of it, and I'll hopefully get some to you. So that's that. But last question, guys. If you were transported into WWE or UFC and had to choose a theme song to come to the ring to, what would it be? Freiburger, you start. Oh, man. Uh, how about uh, Funeropolis by Electric Wind. Nice. All right. That's All good. Right. That's good. And it'd be like a okay. sm- smoky haze in the in the entryway. Oh, well, if you know if I was going to be a pro wrestler, which I still kind of want to be, uh, I would I would have definitely a super lot of smoke and doom and gloom coming out with me, brother. Brother. And how about you, Tony? Uh, I think I, I would take the opposite approach and get a uh, glitter and glam and go with a uh, Prince, uh, probably Little Red Corvette. Nice. Yeah, kind of hype everybody up and start uh, start a dance party before I get in the ring, you know? I love it. <laughs> Yeah. And Benny, how about you, bro? Ooh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I'll probably just tough guy it and, and come out to, like, some bury your dead or something. There you go. <laughs> bury your dead. Uh, some hate breed. Yeah. Abs- oh, I came out to hate breed when I was a backyard wrestler in Kent, so... Nice. That's trashy. Nice. First you were backyard wrestler. Yeah, and that's when I had the pink Liberty Spikes. Uh, and Jenko shorts. 
Yeah. Did you go full thumbtacks? Were you a savage? Or uh, well, no, but we did almost paralyze my friend when we ran his neck over with a shopping cart. Oh, man. Yeah, he That's awesome. He, he couldn't move for a few minutes. The story you would have had if he did. I know, right? That's so extreme. ECW. Like, anyways. Anyways, guys. Uh, so, Death Cave, any final words before we jump into the last, uh, another song here, Monolith? Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, we are still planning on a release date for our new album to be uh, mid uh, around mid-August. Awesome. So that's that's still in the works, and yeah, it's going to be everywhere: Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Bandcamp. Right on, guys. Well, uh, again, Death Cave. We're going to go into Monolith. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, Kevin. uh, You rule, Kevin rules.
this has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.